0: welcome to upstart a retail academy for startups okay we know that what thanksgiving has passed and actually another i think it's been two weeks i was under the weather and i think you guys can kind of like figure that out last time man i was trying my best not to cough through (laughs) the entire podcast so but now I am well I am better I'm feeling good had an amazing Thanksgiving I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday and if you were one that missed a loved one I just asked God to wrap his loving arms around you and you know I'm telling you that your loved one is right there with you in spirit And I pray that you can feel their presence and their love. So we are back with another episode of Upstart. And this time we're doing part two of product development. So we're talking, we talked uh, a little, we talked a lot about uh, how to, how you should design your labels based on colors and branding yourself and everything. And, you know, We're now segueing into exactly what you need to put on these labels. I decided to, you know, break the episodes up into two parts because it would have been a very long podcast. So this time, we're going to use Iris Botanicals as an example, Um, you know, my product line, because I'm in... Whole Foods retail store and Whole Foods guidelines is one of the I mean they are one of the hardest guidelines to follow when it comes to labels so much so that they tell you not to go to your professional printer until they've approved your label. So they what they do is and I'm you know we're going to get back into this but They sat with me and went through my label line by line by line by line by line just to see if everything was good. And then they approved it and I got it printed. And so we're going to, if we go by these guidelines, when you go into your average retailer, you would be good. You don't have to worry about any kind of, you know, mistakes and uh, you know there's in, in follow and following making sure that you're in compliance you know so we're gonna be following Whole Foods and they even said that if you follow us if you go into Meyer and Walmart and Target you'll be fine so get some pen and paper um This is one of the things that I focus on when I uh, do consulting work with small businesses. The first thing we talk about is the product label because that's very important. You're not going on the shelf unless it's right. So yeah, you can have uh, the dopest product inside the bottle, but if the outside ain't what it's supposed to be, you still ain't going on that shelf. So We're going to talk about first finding your graphic designer. So the reason why I start here is because I have the hardest time locating a graphic designer that can get the job done. When you're dealing with a printer, a professional printer, if you're dealing with one that's separate from one you would have online where you just upload the artwork and then they send it off to printing um you know not really paying attention to resolution talking to a printer they have specific guidelines that they need you to follow we're not going to go into that because it's very it's kind of cookie cutter so what they will do is send your their instructions on what the label the resolution and all of that should be to your uh your your web developer I'm sorry your graphic designer and they will be in conversation but you want to find a very good graphic designer that is very familiar with uh, creating product labels because it can save you a lot of time and money when they know what they're doing still to this day because I talked to uh, a colleague who has a men's grooming product, and he ran into some issues with his graphic designer because they could not get it right. And I think this man spent about $600. Well, me, I spent... mm, About... for $400 before I found somebody that charged me $1,600. But he knew what he was doing, and he already had uh, a printer that he had been working with for years. So it it felt good. You know, you get what you pay for. So it felt good in, in, in hindsight, you know, looking back, that they were used to working together. They worked through the holiday for me because... Like whatever holiday that was that that is in in September is it Memorial Day or Labor Day? I cannot I can never remember that, but I remember that because I had to be on the shelf of Whole Foods September the eighteenth, and I was up against just one more week before I had to be on the shelf because. All of the graphic designers that I had went through, burned through my time. When I got word in April that I was going, no, June. When I was going on, that I was going on the shelf in September, I had to find some, I didn't know anything about designing a product label. Nothing, not a thing. So it wasn't something that I can do at home Maybe I could with the knowledge that I have now, but not then. So what they tell us to have on these product labels that confuse a lot of my graphic designers, some of them just get one One person just gave me their money back and they'd be like, look, we, we can't, <laughs> we can't do it. We don't understand. And it had a lot, like I said, to do with the dimensions and the graphics and stuff. And I I actually worked backwards because I found a printer first before the graphic designer. And I asked my printer, who do you guys normally work with? And she sent me over to... shoot I forget the name of them right now I see the name but they're out of Wisconsin but anyway um she sent me to a wonderful guy like I said he was $1,600 for five labels that kind of made me cry a little bit but I had to get it done thank God for John thank God for John's discover card ministry because (laughs) I don't know when I would have found that money so uh, you know, in that shorter period of time, because, oh Lord, anyway, in like two weeks. Like, okay. But anyway. So let's let's talk about um you know <laughs> let's talk about the the product, the names, the NC codes that I've telling you that I was telling you guys about. So let's talk about what an NC code is. Y'all know Next to each regular word on the jar for ingredients. They got this long, I think it's Greek, Greek name. And what what that's called, it's INCI code. INCI is short for International Nomenclature of Cosmetic Ingredients. So we just call it the NC code. Cause who for the go around saying international nomenclature of cosmetic ingredients. So what it is, you know, the, uh. okay, let's talk about the African shea butter, right? So the, <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna try to pronounce it. Let's see if I can try to pronounce this. Um, Buddy Roseper Buddy Buddy Rosper Num. but Buddy Rosper Mum Parkeye? Whatever. Y'all get what I'm trying to say. It's that long hella long word for African shea butter. So you gotta have that on your ingredients list. We usually, when we, you know, create our own labels at home and stuff like that, we just put shea butter, water, blah, blah, blah. And you do know that your, which is another reason why you got to be very sure about your formulation. The ingredients must be listed as how much it, according to how much of that stuff you have in the product. So if it's a if it's mostly water, then it's gonna be water first, and and water doesn't have to be aqua. You put water, and so water has to be first, and then you then list the next ingredient that carries. Uh, if you have a whole bunch of that in there next, so that's the order because now uh according to if you are creating a shampoo line a conditioner or whatever for african-american products you know we are now product readers and we're looking at this stuff now we need to know exactly what we're putting in our hair so you can't like really guess around um you really got to know what's in your product how much of it you're using and then label that accordingly you list it accordingly And so how you list it and how Whole Foods wants you to list it and how other retailers want you to list it, um, you have the common name, which is shea butter, right? African shea butter. You have that first. And then in parentheses, you have the long NC code for that. And then there's a comma. And then you start again, like coconut oil is the next. For me, so coconut, it's, it's African shea butter, parentheses, that long B word, and then comma. And then coconut oil, parentheses, Coco's Nusifera oil, in parentheses, and then comma. And then olive oil, and then in uh, parentheses, olea, europea, fruit oil, and then comma. And then castor oil, and rice rice and us communists not communists but communist, seed oil in parentheses and then comma so you just keep doing that over and over and over again right so you're like okay but where do I find these codes where do I find the NC codes where do I find the little long names that nobody can pronounce and so what you would do is you can, there are two ways you can find it. You can go in and search NC, NCINCI codes for cosmetics in the search. Or you can just get, here's the web address. Now I'm going to try to put this in a description um, this time. So you guys can kind of like copy and paste it. But the NC codes, uh, the, the website that you want to go to, is CIRS. Dash safety.org. C-I-R-S C is in cat. I is in Iris. R is in Roof. <laughs> and S is in Sam, and then dash safety.org. So that's the actual site for the International Nomenclature of Cosmetic Ingredients. And what you do is they have a search box. So you type in coconut oil, and then it's gonna populate the actual NC code for that. So that's how you find your NC codes. Every you gotta have it. It's very important. I know this probably sounds very boring, but it's very important when you're going retail that the, those that it's done the way I just told you. It needs to be done. So the other thing that you have to watch out for. Do not put certified organic on your label if you didn't pay for your product to be tested and to have that organic stamp on there. They're going to ask you to remove it or produce the, um, the certificate to say that your products are certified organic. So they cannot make that promise to the people if they don't have the documentation to back it up for your products point blank and simple. So, if you want to go a step further and do that, but you good with just all natural. You can put all natural in there. Just not certified organic. So, you want to keep that in mind. Also, the easiest way that you can do this is if you go into Whole Foods and buy a cosmetic product or any kind of similar product that you're selling, buy a buy something from them. And then just go off of the back of the package. If you follow the guidelines that they're following on the back of the package, you're good, you home free. Cause that's actually what I did. When my mentor took me to her last meeting with Whole Foods, and they invited me to pitch, and I knew that I would have to go through the same process. I, I, it was just a twofold thing. I supported her business by buying uh, her hair gel, and I also read the back of the, you know, read the ingredients on the back, and literally copied how it was um set up on her label and so when I went to my last meeting it was easy breezy they said oh you good to go well absolutely I ain't about to be going back and forth because what happened was my mentor you know Nadra Smiley of uh OJL Evolving Textures OJL and Amazon Natural Look Academy amazing product she told me, she said, I spent a whole year going back and forth and lost a lot of money because it was something as similar as a, com- as, as simple as a comma being thrown off that she had to go back and print more labels. They, and that's when they had told her like, Hey, don't, don't spend any more money until we approve your label. And cause she did. And she lost thousands of dollars doing that. And they were, they could not approve it unless everything was good. So, after going back and forth back and forth, she finally understood how to do the label, and I said, "Well, Iris is about to um go and buy this product, and I'm gonna mimic at everything that I see <laughs> uh, I'm gonna follow all everything that her how her label was done, all the guidelines and everything in the structure and all of that and that saved me a lot of time, and I'm sure a lot of money." So that's an easy way that you can cut corners, you can go and find a similar product of yours in Whole Foods and just follow what they did. And so the last thing, um, please, please don't do this, okay? I understand that we are all afraid, well, not me, but I understand that there are a lot of people that are afraid of people stealing their recipes. So you hold out on an ingredient that's in your mixture, in your formulation. Legally, you cannot do that. That is against the law. It's against the law. Just because they know what's in it that don't mean that they can develop the same product. Your measurements, the actual recipe, that's what make the difference. You can tell me that you got, uh, let's take a cake, that you got vanilla extract and almond extract <clears throat> and flour and uh, sugar and, and, and six eggs and Uh, a pound and a half of butter in there, right? But, you know, if you tell me how, if you have a pound and a half of butter and six eggs, blah, 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 I could probably duplicate your recipe. But if you say that I have eggs, I have sugar, I have butter, I have flour in there, and I have vanilla extract and almond extract, that doesn't tell me anything. I can't take, that's not a recipe. A recipe is our measurements along with the ingredients. So don't withhold um, an ingredient that's in your product that can possibly uh, cause an allergic reaction to somebody that might be allergic to vanilla extract. You leaving it off the label to try to protect, protect yourself. When you're actually up against, you can put yourself in danger of litigation because if they have an allergic reaction and they know doggone well they're allergic to vanilla extract and your product was the last thing that they ate, they're going to blame you. So protect yourself by listing everything. Don't make that mistake. I know a lot of people that do that. Sulfur is in a product. And you don't tell that person that sulfur is in that product. Like my um, first lady, she has a, a wonderful scalp. Uh, it's actually, um, oh shoot, I can't think right now. But it's it's a great uh, product for your scalp. And what it does is it lifts up a lot of dead skin and dirt and everything. Exfoliator. It's a scalp exfoliator. And she has sulfur in one of them. Well, she definitely got to put that on label because there are a lot of people out here that are allergic to sulfur. Not a great deal, but enough that it could be one in every 15 purchases that she might come across somebody that bought her product that could be allergic to, well, that would have bought the product that's allergic to sulfur, but since sulfur is on the label and they know what to look for, you're protecting your consumer by telling them what's in these products that you're making. You don't want to make anybody sick and you don't want to, you know, be in court. So just say, just tell the people what's what's in the product. Nobody can be you. You're going to always have the secret sauce to your product, regardless if who knows what's in it, but they don't know how much. They don't know if, you know, you let the dough rise t- for two days, you know, and let them, on, and let stuff meridate. You don't know. We don't know that part of it. We, You know, so don't, don't be afraid of that. You know, don't set yourself up like that. So. Last thing you need to go on the shelf, you gotta have product insurance for the very reason we just talked about. For the very reason we just talked about. You gotta have product insurance. And so we have to have, uh, us that are in Whole Foods, we have to have $2 million of insurance. And we have to add Whole Foods as an additional insurance, additional insured. So when you go in the stores, they don't even let you on the shelf until they see that certificate because it protects them and it protects you. And it protects them for because of the people that's out here not putting this stuff, all, you know, all the ingredients on the label. So they, they want to, they got to be protected from, because they don't, they can't do a whole lot of quality insurance with all of those suppliers. They can't, they can't possibly do that much quality insurance. They, they would have to go into every single plant and audit and all this other stuff all the time. So, the insurance is to cover what they might have missed if something was to happen, blah, blah, blah. And it's good for you to have because if somebody stood up here and say y'all took my hair out, then you know what I'm saying? Now, it's like, it's a layer of protection. They can't come get my uh, husband a new car he just bought. You know what I'm saying? So, we you got to have that and you know that's that's a whole nother thing within itself to find out who can assure you and where to buy it and stuff like that so thank you guys this is another episode of uh, you know upstarter retail academy for startups and i do consulting work you can check me out at irisnicolepatterson.com that's also going to be in the description And so um, you can go ahead and follow the link and you can, you know, we can do one hour uh, brainstorming sessions all the way up to product development. So it's really up to you or you can, man, man, go be great and do this thing, you know, um, with or without. With or without, you can do it. You can totally do it. And so I'm just hoping that the information that I provide for you is, you know, one information that, you know, you can really run and rock with. And we're going to be talking about branding next. Next week, we're going to be talking about that. That is, um, I, I enjoy branding because it really helped the people understand who you are as a business or a business owner and, you know, as a, as an individual. So guys enjoy your weekend and see you next time on another episode of Upstart a retail Academy for startups. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and also Facebook, you know, Iris Nicole Patterson, uh, Iris Vlog. And so, all right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.